Hello, and welcome to episode three of Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. This episode is a coaching episode, which means you're getting a sneak peek into a live coaching session on triggers and hijacks. Hi, I'm Jay Pryor, life coach, speaker, and author of Lean Inside, Seven Steps to Personal Power, a practical guide to transformation. My definition of transformation is chipping away at everything that is not your highest, best self. In our podcast, Doing the Work with Jay and Becca, we take on personal transformation to have you show up powerfully in your life and business. And I'm Becca Booth, marketing strategist focusing on strategy, sales, and social, and I'm the guinea pig. So I'm the one doing the work right along with Jay, and I'm the fresh face to it. So I'm still new at all of this stuff and learning along the way. So I'm ready to learn along with you. Listen to our podcast, and we know our commitment to you is that we leave you inspired, lifted up, and no matter what, knowing that you're on the right path as long as you're willing to take progress, not perfection, to create your life exactly the way you want it. All right, so here we go. All right, so um, we're just going to do like a quick coaching session, um, and you're probably going to hear some of these more frequently uh, from us because it was one of those things as we talked about and one of the reasons we started this was like we were doing a coaching session and, and we were kind of laughed about it we're like dude like, somebody should record this yeah <laughs> if somebody this is like we just make <laughs> we make stuff happen yeah. like, and we like go through so many things in a conversation that we'll have with each other and suddenly we're like talking about deep 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 shit and I'm like whoa okay yeah we're, we're, we're gonna go there and it helps me every time that I do. So we're just going to kind of record this conversation, this coaching session around um, the fact that I was like severely triggered the other day. And so those of you that might not know sort of that kind of terminology, Jay, what do you, what is it, what, what is it being triggered? Like, what does that mean to you? Well, I mean, there's a couple of ways. First of all, a trigger is something that is either something from your past that kind of you know, like, um, it, you get hijacked. And in my book, I talk about hijack, where your amygdala spews your brain full of a hormone, which shuts down your, uh, shuts down your focus, of your right and left prefrontal cortex, which is your focus and reasoning brain. So when you've been hijacked, you can't reason. And that's when you start saying things you shouldn't say. You start, you know, that's definitely when, in the book, I say shut your mouth. But one of the things I want to be clear about is I'm also not saying deny avoid you know that's not the point of shutting your mouth when I, when I say shut your mouth what I mean is in the moment instead of saying something you're going to regret wait until you've calmed down but I also really think how I know how important it is to get up under your triggers mm-hmm. some of our triggers come from trauma and my work is not about healing trauma I, I have other teachers and healers that I send people to to heal past trauma but I do know that some of our triggers come from our past trauma and some of our triggers come from just, you know, we've had experiences with our families or whatever it is and it triggers us back into being like we were when that incident happened or, you know, it just gets us hijacked. Yeah. And so that's what we're talking about where you had an incident yeah. that happened with your family that, right. and your mom said something that triggered you. Yeah, totally and triggered me. And you didn't me. shut your mouth. And I did not <laughs> shut my mouth. 
I did not. And when you don't shut your mouth and you're triggered or you're hijacked. You say all sorts of stuff. You, you say mean stuff mm-hmm. that you normally, you don't even mean it. No. I mean, you don't and, really mean it. Everybody and, gets this, right? Yeah. I hope they get it. Because a lot of you that are in relationships, if you've had a partner say stuff to you when they're triggered, you can't hold them, I mean, you can hold, of course we want to hold everybody accountable to everything they say. But at the same time, when somebody's triggered, it's not them talking. Mm-hmm. It's they're, they're being run by their limbic system which is a fight or flight mechanism that we all have as humans, which is fantastic. It keeps us from, we know to run if a piano is going to fall on us. <laughs> That's an important part of yeah. our brain. Yeah. But when someone is being run by their limbic system, the mouth opens and just shit flies out. Yeah, yeah, and that's, we what, don't, that's what happened. Yeah, and so you had a shit storm. I had a shit storm, and so and I think that that's where, you know. So you're going to have to clean that up with your mom at some point. Yeah, you know that, right? I do. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, but you got it. I know. And, and that's the thing is even in it, it's, it's, and this is also hard. And I think this is one of those things that, you know, being in the work, you start to, and you use terms like that. Like I even said to her, I'm sorry, I'm triggered. I need to like shut down this conversation. Yeah, but then so you triggered her and then she started, she, right. she started, her limbic system kicked right. in and she started doing yeah. So we did it back and forth. Horrible things to each other. We were just saying horrible, horrible, mean things to each other. Right. And... And then, so finally, I, I like at least I, I'm at a point now in the, doing this work is that I, I realized it. I was like, okay, I'm triggered, I'm hijacked, I gotta get done. Like I gotta shut my mouth. Right. And so I was able, I got off the phone and was able to like be done with that conversation and do some breathing around it. And of course, I didn't mean all the things that I had said, but I did mean some. I mean, it, not I didn't mean some of them. I'm the intention behind my words were still very real to me mm-hmm. and so kind of a, a general conversation around what was going on is I about a year and a half ago we had a family situation that led to um, kind of a, a very strong verbal argument that almost went to physical within my family mm-hmm. uh, within um, a member of my family against myself so it was between us and then it ended up my yeah. my husband was involved but other people it was it was a very and, and since then um this is with a person who has i've had a difficult relationship with mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. um and sort of made the decision that it wasn't healthy for me to be in that it wasn't healthy for my kids to be in around him um i didn't trust him so we've pulled back from that and so in that year I felt like I was really you know transforming how I felt and I was getting to forgiveness and I was really letting all of this go and then I found out during this conversation that he was going to be at an event that I was going to be at um, for my father uh, for his birthday and it I mean just finding out that I was going to be in the same space really just completely triggered me and that's when all of this happened yeah and a couple of things I want to I want to point to that um, just for you and for I guess our listeners um, a lot of times it helps to break down like there's a whole there's like what happened and then there's a whole lot of story around what happened mm-hmm. right so what happened is he spoke words and he, he, he spoke a lot of words and those words were offensive to you very that's yeah. what happened mm-hmm. he spoke words you mm-hmm. got offended. I got offended. And then you set a boundary. Yeah. That you didn't want to be around him. Right. For a while. Mm-hmm. And then you started working on getting to a place of accepting him forgiveness because that's what you're committed to. Mm-hmm. And then you found out he's going to be in your space again. Yeah. And 
then that's the trigger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just to keep us up. Yeah. So it wasn't. So the trigger, yeah, it was definitely the trigger was just in the just the knowledge all of a sudden of like having to to be in like in this time frame since this has happened. It's happened, you know, it's affected our family. I mean, right. we've not been able to have full family get-togethers because right. I have said you I'm not going to be in, to be in this room with him. Yeah. I'm not going to subject my kids to this person. Right. Um, and I want to I want to point to that earlier you shared with me that in your world, right, I'm going to get in only in your world, that when your family doesn't disinvite him mm-hmm. or doesn't go out of their way to say he can't come, that you make it mean that they love him better. Right. Right. That they would, that they're willing to sacrifice you being, I'm being dramatic on purpose. Oh, yes. Looks like <laughs> That they are willing to sacrifice you mm-hmm. in, to, to, be, to, to be able to have him. Instead. And what I was sharing with Who's, you. And he's a sleazy, horrible person. Right. So why would anybody do that? Right. I'm wonderful. <laughs> of course. <laughs> So it just keeps going. Right. Like just, like, like that, then, yeah. But as long as you have that spin on it, that meaning mm-hmm. on it, it gives you the juice to keep it going. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So if we take that meaning away, that they don't love you any less, they just aren't good at setting boundaries. Right. That gives you some room. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. It provides a little room. So in terms of, like, knowledge of I've set a boundary, they can't, they're not good at setting boundaries, but there's no judgment around the fact that they can't, that, that's the next right. step. You're making them wrong because right. they can't set a boundary. Right. Right. So the first question always is what? Can you give up making them wrong? Can you give up making them wrong? <laughs> I was going to say, which one? Is it, can you give that up or can you give up? Can you give up making, making them, wrong? them wrong? Or can you give up making yourself wrong about right. that one? I'm like, well, I'm not wrong. Right. <laughs> right. Damn it, it's them. Right. So okay. can you give up making them wrong because they haven't set this boundary? Yes. Are you sure? I'm working on it. Okay. And that's, so I guess, I mean, that's all we okay. can do, right? Yeah. So I guess baby stepping that out. And I feel like I felt like I was really getting there. Like I, right. like there's been events that I was, or my family wasn't invited to. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, go, do. You need to, I mean, that. Yeah. I'm not asking you to not have a relationship with this person. I'm not yeah. trying to get it. So I felt like I was being like really above it. Magnanimous. Yeah. I was like, look, I'm not asking you to care. But then She's as soon generous. as they didn't care, right. I was like, that's really horribly painful that you didn't pick me. Right. That you wouldn't go, well, of course we wouldn't go spend time with him. He hurt you terribly. Like right. we love you right. and we're going to stand up behind you and be like, you know, shake their fist and tell them how, what a horrible person he is. Right. Which is basically just an unfulfilled expectation that yeah. they have of them. That they're just not, it's not in their makeup. It's right? not they in their makeup. They can't, so they can't yeah. do that right yeah. now. And, it's, and it doesn't make them wrong that they are not, I guess, if I, here's a question. And this is, if I said to, you know, some, my parent, my mom or my dad, I say, you can't, you aren't good at, you, you just are not able to make a boundary, they would take offense to that. Well, they of course. Would, okay. <laughs> but I'm just trying so to is give that you a, still, it's not I'm just offensive. trying to give you a lens right. to look at that gives you some space. Okay. I mean, you could also look at, like, I mean, if you really want to go there, they shouldn't have to, they don't, you know, their world, I'll, I'll speak for them, they shouldn't have to set a boundary. You're the one that chose to leave. You're yeah. the one that chose, chooses not to be around him. Yeah. He's part of the family as much as you are. You know, like, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't, they shouldn't have to set a boundary. Right. Right. Okay. You chose to set a boundary. Right. Can you give up making them wrong that they don't set a boundary? 
Yes. Question. Okay. Yeah. And even a better question is, and this is what we started to get to earlier, mm-hmm. was what do you get to be right about? Yeah. <laughs> She's making faces at me. What? <laughs> what this is where he always to, gets me. <laughs> what do you get to be right about? Yeah. By. By. You know, continuing that. You know, there's something in yeah. there that you're, you're because. And here's where we got to that. This is so important. Every thought you have, every word you speak about this guy Mm -hmm. is everything you don't want to have in your life right yeah and so what i said to her was is there any is there anything about this guy that's redeemable like is there any area of that you can focus on him that you know if we're going to shift our focus to what we don't you know we always are working to shift our focus from what we don't want to what we do want right right Mm -hmm. what do you want and maybe what you want is to never be in the same room with him again. Right. That's okay. That's okay. I'm not making, no matter what, we don't make it wrong. Right. 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 Um, if that's what you want and that's where you are now, remember, it doesn't matter where you are now. What matters is where you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> and so if well, where you want to go and what you want for your life is to never have any access to this guy again, that's okay. That's okay. But what I assert that you want is that because there's an angsty place. If you're mm-hmm. at peace with that, that would be yeah. different. But you're not at peace with it. Yeah. And so there's something else going on, and that's why I assert that there's something you get to be right about. Yeah. That's keeping this swirl in place. Well, and I think there's part. There's two parts to that. Part one. One of it is like part of it is like I think that I have peace around not seeing him again. Uh-huh. But what I don't have peace around is like whatever. Like that doesn't matter. That doesn't bother me. What I don't have peace around is that because of that, that I've lost my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad, my nieces, you know, whatever that might be. Like I, the, the family relationships are altered because of that, because I am removing myself. Mm -hmm. And so therefore I'm removing myself from a lot of things and they're going to go on and do those things. And so there's a, there's a loss of that, which I'm, I can't, I'm really having a hard time figuring out like, well, if I it think was there's something going on though that, that you uh, have it that they should, I and mean, we're back to this. Right. I mean, we've already given up making them wrong for it, but I think there's still that should that they should, you know, disinvite him and not. Right. You shouldn't yeah. have to set that boundary. Yeah. They should have stepped up and right. had your back. Yeah. Like, why doesn't anybody have my back? And why, oh, and some is yeah. there a story so that there's people probably, never have your back? Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you get to be right about the I fact get to that be right. don't ever have your back. Yeah, well, and I'm the youngest. And uh, so I think that there's something there where it was like I was like, I was the, the, the thing that, one, some of the things that were said to me during this were things that were said to me growing up. Like that I uh, always ruin the party. That I am the, you know, I'm a drama queen. That I am... You know, oh, there she goes. She's stomping off that she didn't get her way. And, yeah. You know, it was... And those were repeated by this fa- other family member. Which is one of those things the most? Probably that I'm the... That it's my... Like, I'm the one who ruins it. Ruins it always. Got it. Yeah. I mean, because that so was somewhere said Somewhere you think that's true. Yeah. Probably... Uh, This is what he does. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's <laughs> somewhere in you. Yeah. Because it, it, it things can, people can say stuff to us if we don't have any of it resonate with our truth. It doesn't. It just walks. It washes off us like yeah. a duck. Water off a duck's back. Yeah. So where in you 
or at what age did you decide or you know that's yeah. what we got to get to yeah. there's something in you that really believes that's true he's he's calling you out you're the one that ruins everything yeah i mean it, it was just something that was said to me as, like as long as i can remember it was said to me got it by mo- my other like multiple people in the family it wasn't just like you know your you know like mean sister being like you ruined everything it was like everything yeah. It didn't matter what happened. It didn't matter what it was. It was like, and it, and so part of that was like, I was like a very dramatic kid. I was very like outspoken. I like, well, I was a theater major. Like I like yeah. told my truth. Yeah. Like I was in. Like he says you're a drama queen. and Yeah. You get that. I'm like, Psh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, got that one. Got it. <laughs> Yay, team. Yeah. But at the same time, like I've worked really hard to right. not be that with my family. Yeah. Like. I've worked, worked really hard in hard. terms of creating resistance around it, or worked hard in really affirming it. Maybe that is, you know what I mean. That right? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. That. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely trying to like push that away from me. Right. And, and like, like we resist I am not always that. persist. Yeah. And so. So I, then you created this man who projects every everything that you fear that you are to your family and gets right up in your face yeah. and tells it to you. Tells me. Yeah. Yeah. So. So getting to see that. Yeah. What? What? There's something that we want to hope. Hopefully, it gives us a little space to make something else possible. Yeah. Do you know that you don't run everything? No. Got it. So that's still your truth. That's your truth. Yeah. So I've been working really hard to not ruin things, and so then I'm ruining things. Right. Yep, that's exactly what it is. You know, that's it. so crazy, but of what you resist. So it's like, maybe I am ruining things. And so that was the... Wow. Yeah. What if you actually... If we could own that, like maybe you are ruining things without making it mean anything about you. Like yeah. Not, so that's true. And this is something that our listeners have got to get this. Because if you're new to this, this could make it sound like... You're a terrible person. Yeah. That you ruin things. Yeah. But but it's not. But we're talking about just being responsible for how you've shown up in the past. Right. And how I be in that. And if you've been resisting, mm-hmm. ruin not being the one to ruin stuff. Yeah. Like I do everything I can not to ruin things. Yeah. Like, and and so I, that's got to be stress. That's got that stress has got to be felt by people because I'm like <laughs> stressed the hell out every time yeah, I'm with them. Of course. Because I don't want to. So what's the impact on you of always trying not to ruin everything oh my gosh it's just like exhausting and i don't want to be around and is it another way that you have to show up perfect yeah yeah totally we're always uh, always looking for that angle of where we're trying to show up perfect especially with women yeah right because i if i show up and i've got my kids are wonderful and my you know my we're all we buy the right presents for people and we sit quietly and I make the best dessert or you know whatever it is in those family events that we have then I didn't screw everything up yeah got it hmm would you be willing to give up that you ruin everything that that's the truth about you it's kind of embedded in you yeah it's pretty embedded now that especially now that I've said it yeah you know and it's you think about it in terms of all of those different areas too where that affects my life which is just crazy to me now that like 
sort of playing that real back in your head of this parenting and my marriage and my job and I mean all of these different things that you you know if you've shown up your whole life as your you know like this fear of ruining things and you're like doing everything you can to not do that how many areas of my life will this change yeah what's possible that's what's that, amazing if you get to let go of that even resisting I mean what happens if I mean there's a world of like embracing or giving that person a hug that ruins everything you know? yeah. <laughs> like, just loving her so she just ruined you know that girl just she's full of drama with you know like just being yeah. you know I don't know if there's something there yeah. I'm trying to I can't see it yet but there's something but there think, about yeah but it's also like like realizing that just because somebody says the words doesn't mean they're it true it's true right and I think that that's the other thing that's that the we really... That's the looking for is yeah. to get you to stop resisting yeah. being the one to... Because once you stop resisting, it will stop persisting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that that's one of the things that we've worked on in other ways together is like just because somebody says you're, you know, you always ruin things doesn't mean that that wasn't their own story telling them like, oh, I've got to blame somebody else because I'm worried that I'm the one who screws everything up. Right. And so, you know, thinking on that it's so true I mean well and just because somebody says you always ruin everything doesn't mean that they actually mean that yeah you know what I mean yeah that that's just something somebody says when they're hijacked right they've said the mean thing but you know it's weird how we are with kids or with people because that got said to you at the right time yeah right for Mm -hmm. you to just suck it in yeah and that's what's crazy it's like we can try to be careful about saying stuff around our kids you can't I mean you never know and they're just gonna right at the right moment suck it in and make it their truth yeah right so at the right moment somebody said you ruin everything becca and you went oh my god i do yeah and i'm gonna for the rest of my life try to be perfect and not ruin anything yeah wow and then i'm just gonna keep ruining things right right showing up as an asshole because i'm stressed out and i'm don't want to try to be perfect yeah which is stressful yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's incredibly stressful yeah can you get the impact on the on everybody even the guy you don't like Mm mm-hmm Oh, totally. Yeah. Speak it, because I got yeah. this. <laughs> I mean, I think that, I mean, if I, with, especially, like, with him, that's who, I mean, that's who he's seen his entire life, because he joined into my family after this truth became a truth to me, mm-hmm. now that I'm looking back on it, because I was in, you know, I was in late elementary school, early middle school, when he joined our came into our family so that was a tea truth like already now that i'm thinking about it and so all he has seen me show up and here he was you know this person coming in who wasn't he was cute and somebody else and showing up with a whole new person yeah that was affecting our lives so all he saw was me trying to be perfect which was resisting so, yeah, I mean, I can see that he thinks that I'm a pretty shitty person. Yeah. Well, and can you see, too, that he is when he is screaming at you, he's obviously clearly hijacked. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then he's spewing this at yeah. you. Yeah. But what if he's the perfect, what if this is, per- you know, like, gosh, what if, if he hadn't done that, you would never, might never have seen this for yourself. No. Yeah. You might be an angel. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
Wow. Gone too far. Gone too far. Gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I go too far too fast. <laughs> back to uh, back. Back to back. No. <laughs> I can get to a place where it's not him, but I can't get to a place where he's an angel. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a whole lot of him. Well, the whole start of it, you know? Right. Like, with his being a racist and he's homophobic right. and he's Which gives you a, lot a of bigot. That he's an yeah. And yeah. So he yeah. keeps showing up and showing me that he's. Right. You're the one creating it though. So remember. Yeah. <laughs> you... Okay. So let's walk <laughs> Look at all the cool that. stuff you get to be right about. <laughs> he shows know. up as such a prick. <laughs> but why would he keep showing up that way? Like if I didn't have, like before this fight, well, I mean, I guess I get it. I get it. He needed to show me... How did, didn't, didn't from the very beginning he need to show up as opposite of you? Yeah. So did he have a choice to show up any other way? Yeah. He's complete opposite of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, so this, dear listeners, is one of those moments where you're probably getting mad at Jay a little bit, because I am. <laughs> because... It took me a long time to get to a place where I could say that I was creating it. The yeah. good, the bad, the ugly. All of it. All of it. I'm creating it. And I still struggle. Sure, we are human. We, all go, like, we all go unconscious yeah. in different areas of our lives that work. I still go We all do it. I mean, Pam yeah. Grout and I were having this conversation the other day yeah. right, about an area of her life that she was unconscious in. We are having this conversation about, isn't it an interesting phenomenon that we human beings can know we're creating every bit of it and then yeah have these areas of our lives that we go completely unconscious yeah that we're the ones creating it yeah and especially when it's painful yeah i mean and when it puts you know when the story becomes so real yeah. i mean like it's so so true true and it's so big and then you and then you have to like wade through the waters to get from that situation that happened a year ago to like being a seven-year-old and being told that you ruined stuff like yeah. it's a hard thing to get there but I also feel like with the whole you know that you're creating a thing part of the reason it it was hard for me to get there is that like there are some things that are just shitty yeah you know like cancer or like a person has a heart attack or like having a kid with special needs like I I didn't why would I create those things and it wasn't until you kind of got me to this place of understanding that it wasn't about I'm not creating cancer but there's something that's creating there's something that there's a story that I'm telling myself that's creating cancer that has little to do with that diagnosis right and everything to do with something else that happened right or it might be that you came into this you know I mean there's another there's a lot of different ideas about this and some people believe in you know I I kind of do that you know, Abraham would say, before I got here, I chose to come in as a transgender person. I chose to come in as a gay person. I chose to come in as a transgender person because whatever that stuff was for either me to learn or for the people around me to learn or for me to be the best teacher I could be, I had to go through that. Yeah. And so, you know, it could be a predestined, like a kind of a, you know, spin the wheel, decide how you're going to come onto this plane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. I don't know why yeah. all those big questions that gets me out of being responsible for right, like just right now in this moment. Yeah. Um, and what's most important for you right now is how are you going to show up for your family tonight? Yeah. Because tonight you have this big family party. Tonight I have this. Party. And now you have this new aha moment. Yeah. That basically, all this guy did was shove a big mirror in your face. Right. Yeah. And so now I. And you're not ready to thank him yet. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm dodging blows over here. And you're not in a place no. where you're ready to thank him for not ready to showing thank you him. this thing that you needed to transform with your coat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. That's, that's great. That's okay. But you've clearly, just in this conversation, already moved yeah. to a new level of compassion for the guy. Yeah. Because did he have any choices to show up any other way nope. than being opposite of you? No. And you were all the things he's not. Yeah. You know, open-minded, liberal, hippie kid. Yeah. So he went redneck, racist, all that. And it's so crazy because it's like, I, and like, yeah, I mean, when I'm like going down the list of like who he is and who he showed up to be, and he had no choice but to be the opposite because I was, and I'm a fucking powerful person, even at that age. Like, even when he came into my life, I was still that powerful to go, whoa, uh uh-uh. You don't get to come in and be me. Yeah. You got to come in and be you. Mm -hmm. And so, what am I telling? Well, you know, by showing up that way, he's got to be the complete opposite of me. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I mean, we're going to get to a place, those of you who are listening, and we'll try to keep you updated on this. Yeah. But we're going to get to a place where this is going to be... She's going to be grateful this happened. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's not there yet. I'm not there. But, but, I, but the funny, but the good thing is, like, after all the work that we've done together, is I know that it's coming. Yeah. Like, I know that I'm going to get to a place where I'm going to go and, and thank him yeah. for it. Because yeah. I wouldn't be, I'm not, I can't be who I want to be without getting past this this right. place exactly and for right now we start taking baby steps towards you shifting your thoughts words and integrity mm-hmm. towards showing up how you really want to show up because over the last year I would assert that the other thing that you've kind of been doing is is uh, letting the snowball of demonizing this guy get bigger oh yeah with your kids with you oh like, yeah you can't be around you're letting your kids know you can't be around this guy because he's creepy and weird and yeah you know all that yeah. kind of stuff so we're gonna have to start to do some Cleaning up. Yeah. <laughs> All of that. All of those things. Because right? that's not what you're committed yeah. to. Mm-mm. And he is your family. He's your nephew. Yes. He's my nephew. He's my family. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't have to like family, no, right? No. no. We're not forced to like family. No. You're not. Now. And at every level. And he's not a person that's going to go through this. And I'm, I can't. Oh, I'm, well, I'm not going to prepave that. But I can't imagine him as being a person who's going to go, oh, you're right. I'm going to go do all this personal transformation work and now no, be this, pro- I'm not going to you know, change out of who he's he become. May not. He may not. But you are and yeah. what you're creating. See, you're the one, my guess is you're the one who's been suffering this last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he hasn't. Right. No. So you're the one that's been holding on to the resentment, the mm-hmm. weirdness, the, you know. Yeah. He hasn't. Yeah. So, remember, resentment's like drinking poison waiting for the other person to die. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. So, that's what's going on here. And that's why I was so willing to, like, try to get to forgiveness with this. Because yes. it was like, God, I mean, and I knew as soon as it happened. And that's the thing that's so frustrating. is like, as soon as it happened, and I was like, I got, like, a couple of days away from it. I was immediately like, okay, I got to get to forgiveness with this guy. Like, I've got to get past this. I've got to let this go. And I'm trying to, like work through like why can't I just like let this let let it go and my it kept coming back to the fact that this all happened in front of my kids and my kids experienced this yeah and I have like a big thing that you guys will learn very quickly with me that a lot of my you know 
stuff that I deal with goes back to, um, you know, showing up as the best person as I can be for my kids um, so that they can be the best person that they can be, sure. you know, so that they can grow and, and not have all this But sometimes baggage. the best person you can be is somebody who's stepped in your own crap and then you go, you know, be the one to clean off your shoe in yeah. front of your kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, every time I fail, I mean, you know, part of my commitment to you is I'm always doing the work. Yeah. So I got to tell you how many times do I step in it and then need to clean it up? Yeah. How many times do I have a perception to get right about something and take it down that path and then end up having to be like, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> I was completely wrong. I, you know, yeah. own my own whatever. Now, the, the, the truth of it still remains, and this is where I probably not, is that I don't want my kids exposed to bigotry and, and racism and homophobic slurs and those type yeah. of things. Yeah. So how does one... Not make him wrong, right? To the kids who need to know that those those things were wrong. Well, or that he's you know if you can give up um, not making him wrong, but have a commitment to your values, which yeah. are which is what you want to portray to your kids. Yeah. Which is we have a commitment that we value all people. Mm-hmm. You know, and so then they get to make up their own mind about a guy who's going to slur those kind. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean. When you're living by your values, I think that you don't have to necessarily... I mean, not that we don't want to keep our kids protected, but I don't think that you have to save them. Right. They have their own inner guidance system. They have their own... You know, they know what's right and what's 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 valuable in the world, and they're already open-minded and liberal yeah. and know that you hang out with queers and trans people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, yes. all the things that we value. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, it, you know, for me, the most difficult... Giving up being right about conservative people, for example, because mm-hmm. I'm a huge liberal, not as liberal as some of my siblings, to be honest, but I'm a gay person, I'm a queer, I identify as a queer, I'm a trans person. You know, I have siblings that vote in ways sometimes that if I took it personally, I could think they don't care about me. Like yeah. they're voting for people who would never let me get married, right. they're voting for people who would make me use the bathroom of my birth gender. Like, they're voting for that kind of, that kind of conservatism. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. And I, at some moment, had a moment in my life when I got, everybody's always doing the best they can, and my siblings who vote that way really think they're doing the best thing for the country. It's just a moment. Right. (laughs) It disappears sometimes a second later. Yeah. But I really got, like, they really do think that, they think they're doing the right thing. Yeah. And then who the hell am I to say that they're not doing the right thing? It's not my me to judge them. Yeah. But like I say, that's a it's just a glimmer. Ooh, did it's you just not, hear that? That it's not for me to judge them. Yeah. But I like to judge people. <laughs> well, don't we all? <laughs> but here's the thing, here's the most important thing, because I want to get us here before you leave. Yeah. What can we create? Because how you have been being, and this is so important because we're always angering ourselves in being, mm-hmm. right? You have been being a huge F you to this guy and a big boundary and, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think that you're ready to move to, I'm loving and kind, and that's all bullshit, people. Yeah. Like, don't, don't ever think that you can move from zero to 60. You've got a baby step, unless you have, now there are times when you have a big aha moment when you go, oh, I can give up being right about that, and all of a sudden I have compassion for this guy, right? right? right. But right now you're not there yet, and we're just, oh, we're just cracking this open. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And Becca, here's the thing that I want you all to know about Becca. She does the work. You know, by the time I see Becca next time, she'll probably have transformed this more yeah. because you just do. Yeah. And that's something that I do with my coaches is we plant something in me and then I go and deepen it, yeah. deepen the work. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen with you. But just to begin with, how, how can you show up tonight at your dad's birthday party authentically, mm-hmm. given everything you've seen for yourself right now, yeah. auth- as an authentic expression of who you really are and still feel like you're not selling yourself out, you're not, yeah. you know. I think that I think that I just have to show up without fear. Okay. Because that's been my, my MO this week has been fear. Like, mm. and leading up to this is like, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna say? Maybe he's gonna do it again. Like, mate, what if my kids see this? What if he does this in front of the whole town? Like, yeah. what if he, you know, does this in public? And yeah. so- And how I, does this conversation get you to no fear? Well, it's like if I if I show up with it where it's not going to happen, then it's not going. I mean, I if I frame this whole situation that it's how I show up and well, how. So number I one, be, we're going to prepave. Yeah. Like you're going to think it and, yeah. and prepave how it's going to go. Yeah. So I'm going to. So you're going to be generous with your dad yeah, and your mom and my mom and my family, and I'm going to go to enjoy my dad's birthday party. That yeah. is, it's it's his. It's a celebration of your dad's my dad. birthday, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And somebody who I love and respect and um, look Adore. to. Yeah. yeah, like he's been my mentor and yeah. so many so things. So you're going to focus on that. Yeah. And we're going to prepave that. But yeah. here's the thing that I want to assert. I assert that because you had an opening and we just got it to an opening, yeah. I think we're going to deepen it. But we got to an opening that... Everything he said to you is all stuff that lived in you. Right. Right. That right. whole you ruin everything, mm-hmm. that was your capital T truth. Yeah. And now that we've started to crack open, that you're just starting to see, that's just something I said to myself. Something yeah. they said to me. Yeah. That I believed. Yeah. And we all know that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's a belief? Something we've said to ourselves over and over and over, right? And it's the BS, the belief it's system. It's the belief system. So yeah. what he said pointed to a belief system that you had within yourself that was like smacking you in the head yeah right Mm -hmm. but now we know that that's the only reason it smacked you in the head that hard is because you really believed it yeah right but now you've let that you've at least cracked that open Mm -hmm. to let it go it's not your truth no necessarily no yeah so you don't have to be afraid of it yeah i don't have to be afraid of being the destroyer and it will live over there yeah because you've gotten, you're not the destroyer of all, and that was you just, and you're resisting that, just had you to try just, to show up perfect. Yeah, yeah, and then I would, so if I if I can show up knowing that no matter what, I'm not gonna ruin it. Yeah. Like, and I don't have to show up perfect in order to not ruin it. Right. You could just show up. Because I mean, what would, that's what's all, so funny, is that like in my head, like my fear had put me into this like little like box. Like I was even picturing myself. You know, I'll walk in and I'll smile, you know, I'll be able to go talk to these people who are going to be there and I'll be able to be very polite and shake hands and I'll just, he'll be over there. I will pretend like he is not in my space and I will just walk and I will show Scout that this is how we manage when we're <laughs> confronted with something this horrendous right. is we ignore it. Right. And that's how you're going to survive it. Yeah. And I was going to put that in our box. <laughs> my little box of perfectness right and i was gonna show up and we'll be perfect and we'll show how my kids are wonderful and i'm 
even picturing like walking them around and introducing them to people and he can see that like he doesn't affect me and look at how well I'm doing and how amazing my kids are and you're over there drinking and all of that was a response to the resistance oh yeah so now how now all that's gone we're gonna take off all that wipe all that clean yeah you have a clean slate so now I can go in and just actually enjoy myself yeah you can actually have fun yeah I can actually go and have fun and be there for the right and not and your to kids may not anybody. look perfect. And yeah, you may not look perfect. They won't. <laughs> you, might <spill> some, <laughs> you might spill some cake. Yeah, which is gonna happen. Yeah, that and that's probably. And I was like, okay, well, how do we deal with all of the kids stuff? Even like, what if they start to act out? Okay, well, I've got a backup plan. And you know what? I'm just gonna go and have a good time. Yeah, let it go. Yay! I'm freedom. 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 <laughs> nice. And work. I'm like, Jesus. I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, come on. Aren't you, aren't you a little revitalized? You've I'm been totally revitalized. Crap. No, I mean, like, just like we always, ever, I always say to you, like, I literally feel like I'm five pounds lighter. Like, there's just this, like, just this feeling in my chest, even, like, where you feel like somebody's kind of sitting on your chest, and you yeah. just kind of, and, like, it just starts to beat down on yeah. you. And it's not, then eventually it's like, you don't even feel, like, the pressure, but you still are, like, yeah. eh, in it. Maybe. So that's gone. And it's like literally like just, and it's gone. Yeah. And that's a lot of years of, you know, so it's going to be interesting to me to go back through some of the work I've even been doing and sort of revisit it with that, with that truth being gone. Because yeah. I think that I feel like, and I think that it helps to make sense of some of the stuff where I'm like, I should be over this by now. Right. Like, I've been paving this and refrying. I've right. been doing all the work. Right. Why well, won't it just go away? I have a feeling like... That's why he's an angel. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you needed to see yes, it. Yes, it's true. On. No, it's true. And you needed to see it. Yeah. And he just got to be the he messenger. He just got to be the messenger. Yeah. Now. You'll get there. We'll get there. But not the messenger I would have chosen. <laughs> I think Brad Pitt would have been much better. <laughs> you don't want to be pissed at Brad Pitt. Chant. What's you need to be somebody safe for you to get confronted. To by. get mad, get mad at. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, because I don't think there's anybody else in my family that I could have gotten mad at about that. Yeah. Because he wasn't. It, he, Everybody else says that to you, and it's the yeah, truth. Yeah. He does it. He and does it, like, and I'm like, screw you. Yeah. So how yeah. you have to look at it? I had to way. because he was somebody I didn't trust his yeah. opinion. Yeah. Already. Good stuff. Oh, wow. Okay, so now I'm going to go out to a party. And I hope everybody... And we are at 41 minutes, so I would say let's cut this off and then we're going to come... Let's do a, fo- a re- follow-up. Yeah, okay. A, a follow- after the party. After the party and, and see how it went. So that people can have... Because people are gonna, if people listen to this, they're going to be like, what happened? Party. <laughs> Where did the party go? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Party? Yeah. Okay, so, so we'll come back. We're gonna. But this is what it's like to do. This is what it's co- This is the work. Out. This is the work that we're doing right now, and I'm so grateful. And I love you so much. Thank I love you. you. <laughs> Thank you for. Do you get all? I want you to get how amazing it is that you're willing to be this vulnerable with people and put yourself out there. Well, you know, it, it's changed me in such like an amazing ways that if I can, this little part of me can I can shine it over to the world and they can help somebody like get get involved with the work then it's worth 
I guess it's work on all the stress. <laughs> no. No, it just, it, once you get into it, it's like you want to, like, tell everybody about it, you know? And there's, like, this feeling where you're like, I just want everybody to be doing this. But it's also, like, when you let it go and, like, it's really, you, you, when you work can see, through it. When you have that moment where you're yeah. like, holy crap, that's the truth. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Cracks you open, yeah. Yeah. It's and then beautiful. it's like, you have no choice but to to reframe it and get better. And, yeah. And do it better next time. Yeah. So, all right. We'll let you know how the party goes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope, uh, I'm going to go to the party. I can do this. Yep. You and I'm reframing. <laughs> all right. We'll see you after the party. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We hope that you got a little slice of practical transformation that you can use in your personal and business life. And here's what we want to leave you with. Whether you are just starting on this journey of practical transformation and just starting with baby step affirmations just to focus you in a direction of loving yourself, or whether you've been doing this work for a long time and you can literally say, I am thrilled with the path my life is on, Wherever you are, whatever you're dealing with right now, you're right where you're supposed to be. The thing that's in front of you is the thing that's going to have you at your most powerful once you accomplish it. And what I know and what we know is if you're willing to take baby steps with progress, not perfection, and just staying on that horse, you're going to get there. And we're going to get there with you. So thanks for being with us. Now, don't forget to go and subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Let us know what you think. And reach us at info at doing, uh, sorry, info at jayandbecca.com. And that will let us know if you have any topics you want us to cover or anybody you want us to interview. Maybe you. You can reach us at our Facebook page too, right? Yep. Yeah, totally. So um, that's just facebook.com slash jayandbecca. All right. We'll see you around next time. Bye, Thanks for joining Jay. us.